Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Interim, five minutes late. Interim Brian's going to be five minutes late. Oh, man. You know what Lofa Tatupa would say about that? On time is five minutes early. That's right. That's what he said. Complicated say. math. So I finally got Chris some uh, Lofa drops here. And uh, If you're not early, you're late. Here, wait, here. He's got another one here. <laughs> to be early is to be on time. To be on time <laughs> is to be late. And to be late is to be forgotten. Whoa. Hold yeah. on, hold on. Play that again because I, inter- I didn't know that was still going. I totally interrupted that. Let's hear that thing in its here, entirety. Here it is. To be early is to be on time. To be on time is to be late, and to be late is to be forgotten. Wow. He wow. said that uh, – <laughs> I remember when we recorded that with him, he said that Pete Carroll would say that at USC, and then, of course, when he played for him with the Hawks as well. So that's a, a Pete Carrollism through Lofa Tatupu. The man's dropping knowledge. I want to get yeah. a little tiny Lofa doll. We get a Kraken jersey on him. We get a string. Give him to the kids, and he can <laughs> preach some wisdom. We got a little Kraken doll. Yeah. Oh, man. That's perfect. Yeah. That's great. Here, wait. I got more over here. You want more? I, you know what? I smell an incredible little Etsy shop. We could start off ourselves here on release this show. I could get some needle and thread and start making some Lofa dolls. You really are handy, uh, Kevin. I do know that. Not as handy as Brett. Moment, Brett talks about how handy he is all you. the time. Oh, yeah. Making cars and all kinds of stuff. He not knows a needle all and sorts thread, of though. sandpaper. Sandpaper. Yeah. No, not a needle and thread, though. Here, wait, here's Lofa. Define the moment. Don't let the moment define you. I mean, that's kind of a cliche, honestly. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's he, not an original Lofa drop. I think I we might have to remember. I feel like somebody has said that. He's one an of all our pro, presidents so. in the past has said that or something. <laughs> yeah. Far be it for me to throw shade, but I'm just saying, like, that one's kind of from the cliche locker there, my friend. Uh, here, what about this one? Abs are made in the kitchen, not the weight room. <laughs> Yeah, that's the first one that I have like a follow up question. But of course, Slope is not here. But <laughs> he's, got, I mean, he's not doing sit ups in the kitchen. No, uh, yeah, doing sit ups in the what kitchen. What is he making? I've got know? automated workout advice from an all pro. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Here, hold on. Here's another one. Because the shit's gonna hit the fan, boys. But we're gonna hit back harder. <laughs> We've really built out our library here of Lofa drops. We're set to go. We're stocked up for the winner here. You know what I didn't get him to say, actually, but I should have? What's that? Release the show. Oh, love it. We're motivated. You're motivated out there. The Lofa Drops get us going here. Feeling good. Welcome to release this show. We are Seattle's Cracking Podcast. We are Seattle's Cracking Podcast. That one sounded a little weird. <laughs> We're cracking too. We're cracking too. We're we got a lot of stuff Seattle to get to. Seattle Cracking Podcast. <laughs> we got games to talk about. We are moving toward the regular season. You better believe we're going to hit our hat trick. Those three stories you care about the most for your Seattle Kraken. And boys, I'll tell you, these shows are more fun to do when they're winning, 
even winning preseason games, aren't oh, they? Oh, man, you guys. We are going to win the cup. Put your money <laughs> on it now. Go to our wonderful sponsor, betonline.ag, by the mm. way. The best place to make a wager online. Your online wagering experts. Uh, this weekend, boys, the Seahawks. Uh, let me go over here to my email from Jimmy Betts over at uh, Bet Online, The Seahawks are minus one and a half, I believe, to the Rams right now, over under 54 points. BetOnline.ag. Use our promo code BELIEVE. Get a welcome bonus over there. That's spelled our way, B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. I think I, I said mean, would that. it hurt you to give us some hockey odds too, Brett? I mean, that would be helpful on uh you know what? Podcast. I got to get on to Jimmy Betts here because I don't have anything from Jimmy Betts from betonline.ag on hockey. And, I mean, we had Super Dave from Bet Online AG on here a couple yep. episodes ago, you'll remember. And he said they yep. got the earliest uh, hockey odds in the biz. So I got to get Jimmy Betts onto this thing from Bet Online. And reduce juice. Yeah, reduce, <laughs> reduce juice That's NHL. Right. That's right. I the still most... don't know what that means, but yeah. I'm all about reducing the juice. Yeah, we I don't never, think anyone knows what it is. We never it got an answer really cool. on what reduced juice was. He, he'd like to say it a lot. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if Dave go. knows. He just maybe got on a kick and he's like, <laughs> no know. one's going to call me on this. No one knows what it is. Reduce hey, juice. Also, Kev, while I'm interrupting the show, uh, yes. may I interrupt the show to remind everybody that if they have emails to send, we've been receiving some lovely emails from everybody mm-hmm. out there from Fantastic. the first 100, hashtag first 100 listeners of Release the Show. You guys have been sending in some really, seriously, all joking aside, like yep. just really heartfelt awesome emails about your former fandom of former teams and your new love of the Kraken and people have been sharing their like really heartfelt, authentic, awesome, organic stories. And it's been really fun. So keep sending those in release the show at gmail.com. Uh, I recorded myself reading some and released them as an episode. Yeah. It was kind of, <laughs> of a very show. special. Yeah. A little it was a cathartic. turn the lights down a little bit, yeah. light a candle, very special episode. Yeah. Of well, release the especially show. with intern Brian's reply, you know, I couldn't let that thing go unused. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's out there. You guys, can find that as an episode but anyway keep those emails coming in yeah uh we love hearing from you guys release the show at gmail.com and as always the social medias at release the show my interruption is over kev no that's good stuff we got to hit that because yeah we appreciate our fans and we read those emails we read them on the show we read them outside and it's it's really it's why we do this show that we're making an impact out there connecting with you guys so Keep that good stuff coming. Absolutely. Yeah, even if we don't respond right away <laughs> we do read them and we will respond uh, so just know that. We and also, get to it. I feel like sometimes we respond right on the show, too. So, you mm-hmm. know, you get your That's response like live yes. right here on the yeah. air. We're not yeah. going to try to ghost you. No. We, we promise that. Oh, at release no. this, this is show. our real voice anyway right here. This is our collective <laughs> voice. I mean, look, yes. someday when this show gets really big, we're definitely going to ghost you guys. But right now, <laughs> like, you know, you've got our full attention. So email you. <laughs> release the show at the, gmail.com. Yeah. Get it on the ground floor because, yeah, we'll ghost a couple years from now. But right now, now's your opportunity. Like We want to get to the point where we are ghosting you. That's our goal. So, really, so you know, hit us up. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say we love everybody. We Thank love you. all of our listeners, all of our supporters. We love all of Kraken Nation. And even if we were to become the biggest thing, as they say in cliche world, Brett, slice bread. We will still put out our hand right here and pull you up to the mountaintop with us. Yeah. Okay, Kevin from Denver. But there is a chance that we put Alex it out and, and then pull it back and slick our hair back and go, 
<laughs> Those were the days. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, of course, we love everybody. Email us. Yes, we well, that's when I kick you off, and then I pull them up. <laughs> <laughs> just a little foot to the cliffhanger style, right? Like, exactly. like I'm John Lithgow at the end, and you're Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Oh, Spoiler you know alert. Not a Mighty Ducks reference from Brad. I was waiting for some sort of Mighty Ducks. We got the second movie reference in here. <laughs> no, and and I also said spoiler alert for a movie that came out in like what the early nineties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is true. Yes, we kid, we kid. We love you all out there. You can email us a couple ways to interact with us too. We we threw it out on our last episode. We're doing a couple things on social media right now. One, we threw it out there. Who's the best looking Kraken player? Right, we're we're all comfortable enough to address this on the show. <laughs> yes, right. We. Because we Absolutely. we profiled Drieger on uh, last episode. He's a he's a pretty man. He's got uh, some solid manscaping. Um, mm-hmm. Brett and Drieger want to you know chat hair products. At hey, some listen, point, I'm sure. and also like you pointed out too, he designed those uh, goalie pads. So my yes. man's got some style too. So yeah. you know, yeah. not, he's not they just a pretty go, face, uh, Kev, as they say. They both go to the same salon, I think, Kevin, is what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Have a little I, I see them drinking champagne, right? They uh-huh. they come in the door and they ask them, Mr. Davern, can I can I get you your usual bubbly? Would you like a, a Pinot or would you like uh and then they sip a little bubbly and they get a little cut and and that's what it is. Will you be having the beluga caviar tonight? Or <laughs> is there any other kind, I guess? I don't know. Well, that's the one that works. And I think uh, intern Brian said Tanev. He loves those uh, creepy eyes that Tanev <laughs> loves to take in his pictures. Intern Brian and, would love Tanev, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and producer Katie said our boy Alex Wenberg. So Wenny. So oh. those two have been mentioned on the show. So let us know out there. Release the show if there's a uh, you want to throw a vote out there. Well, too. you know, and I don't want to bring up something else for our social media to do. But producer Katie is single. So just throwing it out there to all the loyal listeners of release the show. If they want to like get Wenberg's attention online or whatever, <laughs> like you guys can Google image producer Katie and throw him Wenberg's way, whatever. I, are you okay that I'm doing this? Is that all right? Yeah. yeah? All right. She says it's fine. So <laughs> it sounded like she was totally okay with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Wenberg is a Swedish model, so I'm not surprised that Katie is shouting over. Yes. Get him my information. She's in a little bit. <laughs> A little bit of bad news, producer Katie. I don't mean to be the the bearer of bad news, but um, Wenberg was out for a couple of games because he welcomed the birth of his child. So uh, it's going to get a little more complicated. I think probably we shouldn't be a home wrecking show. Darn. So I think, unfortunately, producer Katie, we, you know, we might have to Kev, that's might have to move point. somewhere else. I probably should look at their relationship status before I start <laughs> trying to hook up producer Katie. It's a good note. I'm going to yeah. take that. Yep. You know what? Write that down somewhere. That one's on me. I'm going to write that down. Write that down. Put Good that idea. in pen there. Put that in pen. <laughs> but shall we say congratulations to Alex Wenberg? Rio Marine yeah. Wenberg is the name of his child. So oh, congratulations very... to Alex Wenberg. Adorable. And hey, you got to vote for being the best looking Kraken player. That's I do that. have to say, though, that there's no harm in just, you know, producer Katie. There's no harm in just waiting. Yeah, true. You never know. Maybe <laughs> Seeing what happens. Out. It's a good point. I don't know. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, release the show dating game. We certainly wish them the best, but you just like, you never <laughs> yeah. know. And don't just like sit around. You know what I mean? Like, just, oh, but no. it, it, Chris is just saying, like, maybe. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, the, yeah. the road of life is long and twisting. You know? Yeah. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. That's a good point, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, so you got that, listener, if you wanna if you wanna chime in there. We've also talked about our kind of release the fandom frustrations, right? This is yes. our our Ted Lasso cross promotion. 
right? They, well, they need the help. <laughs> they need the help. Yeah. So, um, and we talked about trying to release some of your, your inner demons from, uh, for your previous team. Cause we got a lot of people emailing us, tweeting us, talking about same situation that I'm in, right? You grew up rooting for a particular team. Now you love the crack and how do you deal with that? So we're talking about what that's going to look like. And we'd love for you to be a part of this conversation. Well, and use the hashtag online release fandom frustration. I think that's pretty good. Actually, it's long. It's It's long, but it's going to be unique. That means people will be able to find us and people will be able to find each other. So why don't we go with that? Release your fandom frustration or something like that. How about that? Release your fandom frustration. Make sure you tweet stuff at us at release the show. And if if you're doing that at home, if you've found a way to release that old fandom frustration and become a new fan of the Kraken, film yourself doing it, take a picture, whatever, write your little yep. story down and, uh, you know, hashtag it at us and stuff. And also too, guys, and Chris, I mean, maybe you have some more info, but w- are we going to do a full-blown meetup in a couple Ooh. weeks before the first Kraken game? Because I feel like having a little bonfire, maybe a little get-together. Again, you don't have to throw anything on the bonfire. I mean, you know, who knows what happens after a few bush lights and stuff. I don't know what you guys are into, but, uh, you know, but like maybe we do well, something, Chris. What do you not think? Bush like light, but Golden Gardens, what do you want to do? I mean, yeah, I, I think we absolutely should. I mean, I, I'm going to show up just so our, all our listeners know uh, with uh, probably some some uh, craft brews. <laughs> Yeah. You know, uh, maybe I'm a little bougie. I don't know. I know where we're, this is a hockey show and hockey players may drink bush light, as you said, Brett. But um, if you're the type that still likes hockey and wants to have some craft brew, some local, maybe Fremont brewing, Ooh. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to show up wherever we decide this is going to be. And I hope all of our listeners do too. All of them. That's that right. All like, of them. I'm in, dude. I well, because you guys, <laughs> we're I'm, taking attendance. There. I'm gonna be yes. in town, man. I'm flying up, so I'm gonna be there. We're gonna be hanging out on the beach, and you know, we'll put it all over social media. Chris, I'm drinking whatever you bring, man. I don't care. And okay. uh, maybe we, you know, we go to Dick's beforehand, get some cheeseburgers, and just go hang out For and sure. like meet some listeners and you know, fellowship before the first Kraken game. You know? And I think I think Golden Gardens is a great idea. Yeah. Get that bonfire going, hang on the beach, throw a couple back and share some stories. And maybe and, it'll be and... raining, but that's all part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes it more dramatic. I mean, when someone's <laughs> releasing these past demons from or maybe not demons, but I guess we call them fan, the fan fandom frustration. frustrations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's pouring down rain, maybe I'll wear this white shirt this white kraken shirt you know what i'm saying add yeah. another element there but a little something for alex wine weinberg huh? <laughs> yeah okay. yeah sweet Wenny, my boy yeah man yeah. i'll wait for you that'll nah, yeah. be fun we'll put details online we'll we'll do that we'll let everybody know where we're gonna be and if you're in seattle hanging out come on by and say hi it'll be fun we'll bring some love like it. release the show swag and stuff too it'll be fun love it love it we're pumped for opening night there october 23rd so we'll definitely set something up Let's get into it, guys. Let's get into our hat trick. The three stories you care about most for your Seattle Kraken. The first, we got to talk preseason. The boys are performing pretty well here. We we are recording right now, Tuesday night. So we're up 3-0 against Vancouver. I'm going to take my little pen. I'm going to put that in the win column for your Seattle Kraken, which means we should kind of see about some of the macro trends, some of the things that we're liking here with teacher, Kevin, teacher, Kevin, Yes, sir. my yes. hand is in the air. Uh, I know we're not doing hot for teacher Kevin segment, but 
for some reason. I just want to call you. I, I appreciate the, uh, the respect. Yeah, he's, he and will. He will teaches. always be hot for teacher Kevin forever. I I almost went to go play this song under this you know thing again, but I didn't. Anyway, um, the buddy, the thing I'm most excited about about the preseason so far is kicking the holy bejesus out of those Canucks from up north. <laughs> this rivalry is off to a great start, you guys. We are beating them tonight. We came back and beat them in Spokane. We own the Canucks. We are the Canucks daddies. It's your squid daddies, Canucks. You better <laughs> open wide. Here come the, the Kraken, baby. We own you guys already. We're gonna undefeated in our lifetime against the Canucks. It's already gonna happen. And write it down, everybody. They will never even stand a chance. This rivalry is not even going to get off the ground because they're never going to win any games. It takes two to tango, baby. But this is going to be a one-sided rivalry where we win every game. That's been my most exciting part. Chris, I know we got Brett on Oilers Live. Can we get him on Canucks Live? I mean, yes. this would be some great, some great radio, wouldn't it? That's got to be the next step. Uh, <laughs> and I do find that exciting. I think now I find it more exciting that I'm officially a squid daddy. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, I'm happy squid to be a squid daddy. daddy. Tweet it at every Canucks fan. If you listen to release the show, <laughs> go on to Twitter, find anyone who mentions the Canucks in their profile and tweet at them that the Kraken are their squid daddies brought to you by release the show. That's pretty good. Working I mean, we them twice. Them. In the preseason. I mean, the power play. Mm. Woo! I mean, like we, yeah. The Kraken are five out of ten in the power play against Vancouver. Right? I mean, just like, owning them on the power play. Yeah, is that something oh, wow. you'd be into, Kraken fans? Uh, one out of every two power plays, you're scoring a goal. Hello, <laughs> yes, statistics, rocking, love it. Owning the Canucks. Stop. Me I have from a feeling talking. we're gonna have uh, uh, quite a few migrating squid daddies coming from the north, <laughs> heading south. Oh yeah. Buying oh, yeah. jerseys and uh, our RTS gear. Um, I yes. do like that hashtag. That is that is really good. So so listen, some of the things that were that really are doing well in this preseason. I'm loving the top line of Swartz, McCann, and also Eberly. I mean, mm-hmm. they're just gelling, playing really well. The power play, power play is looking really good as well. I think that's really solid. I love the grit this team's playing for. A couple guys that are flashing for me too. I mean, Geeky's flashing. Donato on the power play got a second power play goal against the Canucks in this most recent game. Giordano Dunn had two against Vancouver as well. So you got to like the production and and this team's scoring, right? That was one of our concerns about this team. We thought they're built for defense, um, but this team's putting them in the back of the net here so far. Sometimes you just need to give some guys some opportunities, right? Opportunities that they may not have been getting enough mm-hmm. time, enough ice time, things like that. And they rise to the challenge. So even though we were thinking, Hey, Maybe this doesn't, this team doesn't have enough offense. Uh, we were looking at guys like Eberly and whatnot that would probably shoulder quite a bit of a load, but we're, we're seeing these guys come together. Those bottom two lines, pretty there good competition go. going on there. Pretty good yeah. competition. I think, like you said, top line stands out. They, they, yeah. they really just sort of jump off when you see them together out there. I think they're, they're pretty much solidified there, but um, some good competition. Don't forget my boy True out there. Number 11, my boy True's out there battling. Well, and yeah. also, Kev, and help me out here, we, we don't have Yanni at all, and, we but don't. we will at some point. And, I mean, once he comes back, I mean, because, you know, he was supposed to be the frontline center yep. right off the bat, right? So it, they can only get better once he comes back. 
Yeah. Spoiler alert. We're going to profile Jared McCann, but Jared McCann has stepped into that top line center role, but that's mm-hmm. kind of, it's a placeholder for Yanni. Yanni's got a shoulder surgery out for the two months of the season. So Jared is all of a sudden stepped into this role. We'll I see saw, him. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say that I saw on Twitter though, that he was ripping some slap shots uh, at the practice rink. And so like, you know, one of the beat reporters like filmed it from far away. I don't know anything about what I'm looking at, but I just figure a guy with a shoulder injury, but who's out there practicing some slap shots. I mean, that's promising as far as his return and, you know, getting healthy and everything. So, dude, they're only going to get better. I think the thing that I really like, man, is that, that I know I keep going back to it, but that first comeback win, man, I really just think, like, I, I, I don't make a lot out of just one preseason game, and especially the first one or whatever, but the grit, like you said, mm-hmm. to do that and against a team that you know is going to be your rival and – they were playing in Spokane, for goodness sake. You know, it's not like they were at Climate Pledge with 20,000 people. They're, but to, to, to come back like that and establish an identity from preseason game number one of the entire franchise, I couldn't be more excited, man. I think that, and you know, I know the city is. Chris, right? Like, yeah. you can feel it, right? You can feel it. You can feel it here. And then they go on to have the shootout win, the come-from-behind win against the Oilers in the second, second time we played them. Yeah. Uh, in overtime. Like you're well, talking about, they, you, and they got torched by the Oilers. So again, coming yeah. back, playing the exactly. next game against guys that just torched you and winning. Yeah, I'm liking all that. Are we at all concerned, Brad, about your boy Drieger, who he's going to see the net a lot this year? Groupies look good. Drieger, I mean, he had that game against Edmonton, gave up five. He gave up four against Calgary. Okay, Dr- you know your boy Drieger struggled a little bit here in this preseason. Number one bullshit. Oh, number one bullshit. Listen, if you're going to just keep going after my guy, then I'm going to have to keep... <laughs> I, I'm not I'm, going after I'm going to keep calling. Number one bullshit. Oh, number one bullshit. He, listen, first of all, it's preseason, okay? So let's not make too much of it. <laughs> Didn't a second ago you talked about how this uh, win in the preseason meant everything. Guys, let's not make win too much of preseason, okay? Yeah. Like, I mean, what are we going to do? Go, go off on some rant about how they're going to be such a great team? Like, it's just preseason, guys, okay? So get <laughs> off my guy, Drieger, okay? Is, first of all, I, I mean, look, I yeah, he didn't have such a good outing. However, are you talking about the Oilers game? Which game are you talking about? Well, there's two that weren't great well, on his ledger which, right now. You got the Edmonton talking? game and the Cal. He gave up a five spot against Edmonton yeah. and then four goals against four. Calgary. Yeah, well, okay. I was trying to figure out which game I'm supposed to be defending, though. That's all. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, they both weren't great. I don't know. I don't want to make excuses for him, but there's some excuses if he wants them. Anytime, yeah. And the, Anytime you hear, I don't want to make excuses, you're about to list a bunch of yeah, excuses. I know. That. So, but buckle up. Those pillows look good. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He designed some great pillows. Yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, look, Jamal Adams looks great wearing a Jordan sweatband, but, you know, <laughs> five games in, it's like, come on, man. Yep, great-looking so. pillows. We just need the puck to hit them a little bit more than they are right now. Yeah, so I agree. I, I do want to ask you, though. Yeah. Given that, do you think that there's any movement there for our, our, boy, our boy Joey Accord? to overtake oh. Mr. Yeah, let's not forget no. there's a third leg of this love triangle. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, Drieger, with the money he has, the experience, they brought him in to be to play a lot of games. And again, Brett, to your point, right, it is just preseason. We can't can't make too much about these, but it's concerning. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change anything. If this is all of a sudden, if we're 10 games into the regular season and we're seeing the same problems with Drieger, 
then I think on this show, we can have that conversation about who is backing up Groovy and Net. But I think right now, these are just more things to keep our eye on, not anything that we're going to kind of... How many... Can I ask you a question, Kev, as the hockey expert on the show? Like, what's the rotation for goalies here? Because, you know, in baseball, it's like the starting pitchers pitch every five days or whatever. But how much of a rotation is there in hockey? Like, how many games is Drieger looking at starting, you think? Let's see if what there's 82 games in a season, um, you know, Gruby's going to, I imagine Gruby's going to take 50 of those games, mm-hmm. 60 of those games. Okay. Drieger maybe is going to take 20, 30 of those games, something like that roughly. So I'd say it's probably going to be Gruby two to Drieger's one at the yeah. end of the season. So it's not going to be an even timeshare. I don't think, but but listen, how he's playing could influence how many games that ends up being, right? Oh, the yeah. better better the Groovy is playing, then Drieger's all of a sudden taken back to backs. And that's kind of it. And just spelling Drieger if, if or spelling Groovy if the games get out of hand. So mm-hmm. that is the thing we need to consider. I don't think Drieger's gonna lose his spot at the back as a backup goalie, but how many games he plays could be impacted if kind of we see some of these trends creep into the regular season. Let's get into our player spotlight here. We've spotlighted a bunch of players. It's been great to meet your Kraken players as we move toward that first game on October 12th. We want to now spotlight Jared McCann. So Jared McCann has a big role for this team, and he's stepped up here so far. The young man was born May 31st, so we always love to have some fun with this, which means, Chris, he is a... You don't think I know it. Oh, he's a Gemini. A Gemini. Oh, come on. Oh, he got it. You guys. He did. Yeah, he was uh, playing games with us there. All playing right, possum. The, the twins? What's the Gemini? The twins, right? The twins? I don't know. And twins. Yeah, you're our astrology <laughs> expert, Chris. You need to be ready for these follow-up questions. Well, here. it is the third astrological sign in the Zodiac, originating from the constellation of Gemini. Under the tropical zodiac, the sun transits this sign between May 21st to June 21st. Under the sidereal zodiac, the sun transits this sign from about June 16th to Mm. July 16th. Gemini is represented by the twins, Castor and Pollux, known as the the Dioscuri. That's Greek. That's something Greek mythology. It is a positive, mutable sign. That's you know, great. All off the top of his head there. right there. All yep. off the top of his head. That's impressive knowledge. That's Thanks for sharing good. it. Back to Jared McCann. First round pick by Vancouver 2014. Let's not hold that against Jared McCann. He got out, right? He's not still with him. He got out. He's part of the Kraken now, putting the beat down on Vancouver. So he's had a pretty productive career. Hold guys. on. Can he, I, uh, uh, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, Kev, but you know. I, I kind of do. Here, hold on a second. I found something. Hanging with my friends and twins. <laughs> Remember this? Remember that Twins commercial? Man, those were the days. Go ahead, Kev. What what was that for? How did that? Oh, Gemini? Is that how that came up? Yeah, and Twins. You want to hear it again? Wait, wait, that was all just to hear Twins in the end? Yeah. Right? So, Chris, he he played all that just so it says Twins in the end? Oh, that was a beer commercial. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Back just remember the Clydesdales and the the, the No, no, that's running. Budweiser. Ugh, this is only get. Come on, Kev, keep going. Go on, Kevin. It's only getting worse. <laughs> come on, keep going. Increasingly productive career. So with the Penguins, the team he came from here recently, he's put up two thirty-point seasons. He's a guy where if he's playing with the top line, could he double that? Could he be in the the sixty-point category or so? 
he's been one of the most productive players, especially if he's in that top six, or maybe he's playing well enough that maybe Yanni slides into that second line center. Maybe, maybe McCann has played himself into your first line center for the Kraken. He looks good, man. He's big too. I'm not mad at that. I mean, like you said, same thing with, with um, the goalies. Maybe that's the way it starts even, right, for mm-hmm. a little while. Uh, but then it's just going to be based on on play. I know that sounds like, hey, of course it's going to be just based on play. But Yanni has that recognition and the results. But and he's going to get to step up in there. And hey. y- Yanni's also going to have that super sweet goal music, like the remix of, you know, Yanni so, that I'm working on. So. <laughs> As they say it, with the Hawks, you always compete. So yeah, oh absolutely. McCann looks good though, man. He had that like uh, sweet wrist, like left-handed wrister. Who was that mm-hmm. against the? Anyway, it looked good, and he's big. Oh, I, I was talking about it on here. He had that classic like EA Sports celebration. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, he looks good, man. He's a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, one of the interesting things about him, he was with Pittsburgh, and the Maple Leafs traded for him on July seventeenth only to lose him on July 21st to the Kraken. Now the Leafs essentially dealt for him to, cause it's all part of this game, right? Who are you going to protect in the expansion draft? So that allowed them to protect one of their, their young defensemen, Justin hole. But that was kind of interesting, right? That he, he was technically a pick from the Leafs, even though he spent four days with the franchise <laughs> um, before the Kraken grabbed him. So it's going to be interesting. There. Yeah, Maple that's right. Yeah. That's right. His uh, jersey's hanging in the rafters, right? Maybe they retire it there. It's and, almost uh, like uh, our GM, uh, Francis, you know, he was like, ooh, loophole. Sweet. Here we go. I'll take this guy. He picked him up. I yeah. I love it. Tried to find a couple fun facts about our boy, Jared McCann. Um, for people that like tats out there, Jared McCann likes those tats as well. He's got kind of a half sleeve going on. I don't know what those tats are. Maybe if a listener out there knows, let us know. But the man the man likes to put the tats on his arms. He was asked a favorite hockey player growing up, Jonathan Taves, Pavel Bure, favorite NFL team. Don't love this answer. He said Dallas, so he's a Dallas Cowboys uh, fan. Yuck. Uh, so let's man. pretend. Ugh. Let's pretend. Let's try to forget that answer. Gross. Um, favorite game, Call of Duty or Halo? I think yeah. I think we can sign off on those. But here was one interesting thing, and I'm I'm curious to see what you guys think about this. When he was asked, "Is a hot dog a sandwich?" Mm-mm. He thought it was when he was in Vancouver. Maybe they teach that up there. He's learned the error in his ways and said apparently it isn't. But I'm a little concerned about Jared if he thinks a hot dog is a sandwich. I was going to ask you guys. Tell me you guys don't think a hot dog is a sandwich. Is a burger a sandwich? So I mean, you put meat thing. between two pieces of bread, meat well, between two buns. You put some meat right in there in between. The definition of, and I, I wanted to look this up. The USDA says a sandwich is a meat or poultry filling between two slices of bread a bun or biscuit. So by definition, it's a, a hot dog is a sandwich, but come on guys, we can't nice. sign off on the show that a, a hot dog is a sandwich. It's not a sandwich. It's a, if anything, it's an open face sandwich. If you really want to, you know, get down to it. But I mean, the sandwich is the bread oh. is still a joint. It's more of a taco. It's more of a taco than it is anything else. You kind of, many, you kind of turn times? your head sideways when you eat it. Anyway, you have to kind of <laughs> hold it without the filling falling out. It's a white guy taco. Let's be honest about it. It has been forever. And, 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 and I, I'm, I'll be the first to say it. And or Chris, maybe I feel like last. so. So I've said not a sandwich. Brett has said not. I feel like you're waffling a little bit. Do you? I think- am waffling because let me ask you this for both of you: How many times can you throw me the percentages of how many times you've eaten a hot dog mm-hmm. when it has stayed a white guy taco, or when it has 
come apart on the other side, and what? you're basically just holding. That's it a poorly. Yeah, what kind of hot dog are you eating? That's a crappy bun. Yo, go to a better place for your hot dogs. No, you're going to not a good. Where do you go in to get your hot dogs? I'm not saying that happens every time. I'm just saying. No. In Chris, that way, then it me... becomes more of a sandwich, even more so than just the strict definition. Mm. It's just no longer like a taco. It's come apart. You've got the top and bottom. You're still holding it to the side, but still. Yeah, but I'm I, waffling for sure. I mean, at that I'm with point, you, McCann. That's like, but well, that's well, like saying. McCann has now said that he's seen the air in his way. So you're with oh. him back when he was with Vancouver. But that's <laughs> like saying if that's like saying if I took uh, my uh, I'm gonna take uh, my plate of nachos and put it in a blender with some milk and then grind it up and call it a milkshake because I changed it. It's like the hot dog comes in the way that it comes. If your messy self turned it into more of a sandwich because you can't keep the bread together or you're buying a subpar hot dog, that's not the hot dog's fault. That's your fault, my friend. You've changed it into something else. You should let the hot dog be what it wants to be originally, which is a white guy taco. The definition says meat in between pieces of bread or a bun, and now we're talking like protein shakes. Then, okay, milk. then a hot dog is basically a hoagie. Then. How did we get here? It's a hoagie. <laughs> Can we agree on that? It's basically a hoagie. A hoagie sandwich. That's right. Well, no, uh, it's a hoagie. <laughs> oh, just a hoagie. A hoagie. Like Chris, this is just a told... hoodie, but it's not like a hoodie sweatshirt. <laughs> if you told me to go get you a sandwich, and I yeah. went out, and I showed back up with a hot dog. Mm. That that would not be what you had in your mind, right? You you have something very different in your mind if you That's said, hey, a go great and give point. me a sandwich. That's a great point. And also, I would think the same thing if you show back up with a burger, by the way. I would go, that's not it. That's no. Well, it kind of... See, a burger is more huh? a sandwich than a hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> but you're not helping things right I'm now. I'm not helping? <laughs> See? <laughs> we got closer. Allow Chris to make his points. Don't make his points for him. Mm. Well, Kevin, no, what... if I asked you for a sandwich and you came back with a hot dog, I might look at you funny and think that wasn't necessarily what I anticipated, <laughs> but I'm still going to enjoy the crap out of it. Thank you for bringing me something to eat. You're such a good friend. What if you asked me to go out and get you a sandwich and I came back with a soft taco? I'd probably kick you out. Yeah. <laughs> Never speak to you again. Yeah. Wait, what about a calzone? Join us next time on Release the Show when we break down what is exactly a calzone. Yeah. We, we might need to do a whole episode on this. Let us know out there at release this show. Hit yeah. us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Um, I'm just glad Jared McCann has seen the air in his ways. And now that he's the Kraken, <laughs> he officially takes the stance that a hot dog is not a sandwich. All right. Number three on our hat trick. Let's talk a little dress code here, guys. So the NHL is the only sport amongst the four North American major professional sports leagues that enforces a strict dress code from the collective bargaining agreement. They actually tell players they need to wear jackets, ties, dress pants to all games while traveling to and from. But we've got the Coyotes out there that are doing things their own way. The Coyotes have kicked the dress code to the curb allowing their players to wear their own style. Now the Kraken here, they've asked their players to dress business casual, but things are trending in the NHL toward a very relaxed dress code. Do we like this? Do we not like this? Do we like the days where guys are buttoned up wearing those suit and ties? Or do we like guys to express themselves on game day? Well, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to piss off all of the longtime hardcore <laughs> hockey fans and hockey buffs. As a, as a relative newbie to hockey with a new hockey team with a very audacious name as the Kraken. 
that people hated and loved, but we went out on a limb and called ourselves the Kraken. I'm going to say I love it. I like it a lot. And I would I would love to see our Kraken players with flair, putting on outfits like you see out there with these guys like uh, Cam Newton type outfits and, and, and Russell Westbrook and, and Russell in the Sierra era. Russell Wilson in the Sierra era outfits, you all, things like that. To, let's be to honest. Express themselves. Most hockey players dress like Russell Wilson pre-Sierra. <laughs> you know. So if we go away from the formal, that's what we're gonna get. Yeah, pretty much. I think. I mean, uh, <laughs> Hawaiian shirts and baggy jeans. And- yeah, and like the the white New Balance dad shoes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I I think like, dude, I, most guys are probably gonna wear suits anyway. I mean, I you know they don't have. Do they have a dress code in the NFL and NBA and all? Do, do I don't you know? think they do. I think the NHL is the most strict, and the mm-hmm. the Coyotes have already done this. A lot of guys, right? They're rolling up in t shirts, and they're all so they're they're not choosing to wear the tie they're actually embracing this and more and more players behind the scenes are talking about how they don't think they need a dress code, like what wearing a tie and nice pants helps them play better during the game. Right. They've said that they would love this. And uh, I'm also totally okay with this. It's like, this is kind of an antiquated, like, old school kind of thing. Like let's evolve with the times who needs a dress code here. Yeah, for games? Well, let's and, let our players wear whatever they want. And also, I mean, our beloved Seahawks won a super bowl with Pete Carroll. Like he's the ultimate player coach, letting players be who they are and stuff like that. And I don't know. I think you get better. Don't you, don't all these like newfangled companies like uh Pixar and Apple and Facebook and Google and all that, like they have like ball pits and slides and merry-go-rounds and, <laughs> Facebook can't figure out how to keep themselves turned on, but we won't go there. We'll just leave that alone. I don't want to get in trouble with <laughs> well, Zucks. Late or, show burn from Brett Dabber I don't want to Facebook. Zucks and I have our issues. You know what I mean? Well, I don't want to get into more. But um, there goes our Instagram account, Chris. <laughs> shut down officially. Thanks, Brett. <laughs> so, Love Twitter. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, I mean, though, I think you could make the argument though that if players are more happy and you know the morale is higher and they're being themselves, that you get better productivity out of them. So out of them. So why not? Yeah, I mean, I get tradition. You got to have some tradition in 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 sports in general, and all these professional sports uh, sprinkled in there. I think it it keeps the sentimentality and for all the generations of fans of the game and whatnot. But I'm with I'm with both of you on on just evolving. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think you let guys be themselves. Now you don't want it to go off the rails, but yeah. they are it, ha- the happier player, the happier they play the better they play. And let's be honest, most of these guys would be more comfortable in overalls with nothing on underneath anyway. And, you know, with like a, a, a kokanee shoved down one pocket, a, a can of Kodiak in the other pocket, and a and a fish hook on their the bill of their hat, you know, like it, with a like a, and like a real tree camo design on the hat, you know, that's how these guys would be comfortable anyway. And the hell with it. Like, why not? That's who they are. You don't have to make them something they're not. I'm going to root for them because of who they are. That's the kind of guy I am. Right. We I are. Look kidding. at any of the pictures of the coyotes. <laughs> they're all in like very fashionable streetwear, <laughs> you know, Jordans and things like that. And no overalls, no, overalls no hooks. Okay. Hooks, well, I think anyway. Tanev, Tanev is going to have fun with this, right? Let's see what Tanev shows up in. If Seattle embraces it, we'll have to see. So we're going to be hitting plenty of coverage next week. We got opening night, October 12th. We're going to be here on Release the Show to talk all about that game. So stay with us there. This episode has been brought to you by Bet Online. Again, we got another contest going on. Listen to our show. We appreciate all of our listeners out there. Rate, review, leave your name in the comment. You'll be entered to win 
a jersey. Thank you for listening. We are released the show. We're taking over Seattle. New episodes every single Thursday. We're pumped for that punk drop, and we will see you next week. See you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.